0: We are chatting today about what to do when your baby is stuck on purees. So I have gotten a lot of questions from parents who are just super stressed out that their baby hasn't been able to transition off of purees for whatever reason. Maybe they've tried and their baby just gags excessively. Maybe their baby even vomits and it scares them. Maybe their baby just refuses the finger foods, So they bring out the finger foods and they're like turning their head or they fuss so they don't want it. And really they're only wanting to eat the food that they're familiar with, which are those easy to eat, easy to swallow purees. So we're gonna dive into the solutions for this, but before we do, let's just kind of go over the main reasons why your baby might have a difficult time transitioning onto finger foods in the first place. So one of the biggest reasons from all the people that contact me and all the clients that I've counseled, I would say at least 80% of them are feeling this because there was a delayed introduction to finger foods. For babies who start out on purees, what we really wanna see is that things should be naturally and gradually progressing from one stage to the next. So. Traditionally, what we've seen is babies are on purees until about 9 or 10 months of age with the very small and subtle introduction of finger foods, which usually they're things like puffs or pieces of soft fruit or diced veggies. But the actual introduction of table food, so meaning the same food that the whole family's eating, like real varied food, that isn't traditionally happening until about 11 or 12 months of age. That's just typically how it's always been. But, you know, this isn't the same timeline for every baby. Some babies might start getting introduced to finger foods and table foods around 8 months or 9 months or 10 months of age, which is perfectly appropriate and it should be something that healthy term babies are capable of doing. Now, for many babies, that timeline works fine and they're able to transition onto table foods without much of a problem. For a lot of babies, what we're seeing is that when table food introduction doesn't happen until closer to that one year mark, there can actually be a lot of struggle and a lot of pushback to transitioning onto those foods at that time, aka your baby just becomes stuck on purees. So why this is the case is because babies in general are being kept on purees for too long and the introduction of finger foods is just happening way too late in the game. Because I don't know if you guys knew this, but if purees are being used, they're only really needed for a short period of time before you can move them onto finger foods. So when we're giving babies purees month after month after month, we're actually just holding them back in the same spot. And we're, you know, creating this habit and they're not developing in skills. So I actually recommend a really swift transition to finger foods after you've established that your baby can swallow purees well, they're handling it well, they're not gagging excessively. So this can mean it is maybe a day or two even on purees or maybe it's like a few weeks on purees but really that traditional timeline where we had babies kept on purees for months and months is really outdated and this is the cause for a lot of the problems that we see in feeding babies today if you think about when puree feeding and commercialized baby food became popular there was a huge push to keep babies on purees for as long as possible obviously meant more money for those manufacturers so not only did we see that babies were encouraged to start on purees earlier than required like that one point it was like three weeks but the greatest period of time was around like three months four months of age but they were also encouraged to stay on periods for later than required to almost a year of age and and beyond and that again just means more money for those manufacturers who make the baby food so this is totally unnecessary and it can be harmful for your baby's progress and really it is just A part of a big marketing scheme so again what we actually recommend is a swift transition onto finger foods once you see that your baby can safely and comfortably handle purees now finger foods can be introduced as early as six months of age you can wait until about seven months of age but i wouldn't really delay the introduction of finger foods much past that now Sometimes there are babies that don't show interest in self-feeding until about eight months of age. It is more rare, but it's possible if they're not hitting those developmental milestones at the same time as the majority of babies are. And that's totally fine. You can wait until then and just continue to feed purees to them in the meantime. But as soon as you see your baby is willing and is able to independently eat finger foods, then you need to give them the opportunity to do so. So there's this really small window of opportunity between six and nine months of age where babies should get that practice to experience more textured foods and finger foods and gain that independence, after which it becomes so much harder to get them there because they've gotten used to purees. It's more of a habit and they haven't exercised those oral motor skills and gained those skills like munching and chewing and moving food around in the mouth at an optimal time. The research is very clear in showing that babies who haven't been introduced to lumpy and textured foods by nine months of age do show an increased risk of developing feeding problems and picky eating later on. So, To recap, please introduce your babies to finger foods as early as they show they're ready for it, which is typically within a month, maybe two months maximum after starting purees, but also can be as early as their first day or two of starting solids. So once you see they've mastered it, there's no need to keep them stuck there. Move them on. Okay, now reason number two why we see babies stuck on purees is because Parents are infrequently serving finger foods. So even if your baby has been introduced to finger foods earlier on, maybe at seven months or eight months of age, sometimes babies get stuck on purées because they haven't really had enough practice or experience with varied finger foods. So maybe um, finger foods are offered like once every couple days or just on the weekends or whatever it might be. And when the experience with finger foods is limited and it's not encouraged at every meal or at the very least, 50, 60% of the time, I mean, I don't have an exact number, an exact percentage to tell you, but we want it to be the majority of the time. If not, babies may not develop the practice they need to easily eat it. Okay, now reason number three why babies might stay stuck on purees is because parents are quickly resorting to purees as a backup if their baby initially refused a finger food. Most of the time what I see happening is babies have just developed this expectation that they will be offered purees if a finger food is initially refused. So sometimes a baby might spit out the finger food, or even if it's like a chunkier puree that they're not used to, they might spit it out. Or they might just flat out refuse it, either they'll ignore it, or they might cry and fuss at the sight of it, and then only stop when a familiar puree is brought out. So I also hear this happen with babies who prefer puffs and rice rests and other, you know, soft, easy to eat foods, but they refuse any other finger food options. It's beyond frustrating for parents, I know, and so they are just resorting to offering purees as a backup once any of these situations happen. But remember, this can keep them stuck in the same cycle over and over again so ideally we don't want this to be the routine we don't want that to be the habit we don't want your baby to expect that purees are just going to show up whenever i refuse the finger food Now, reason number four is because we're offering them the same very soft, very easy to mush finger foods instead of branching out to different textures. So this is more of like a meal planning issue, or maybe it's a fear of advancing in textures, but babies who have only ever been offered finger foods that are ultra soft or really easily meltable in the mouth. So going back to the puffs and the rice rest, those are always like the easiest and the most common, but even things like sweet potato or avocado or bananas, just kind of keeping it in that realm and not really pushing babies to experience a variety of textures, moving on past those ultra soft or multiple textures. We need to actually continually advance them and challenge them with more difficult to chew foods so that they develop those skills and they don't give up when something doesn't easily dissolve or mash in the mouth. So the second you try and serve them a piece of meat or you try and serve them pasta or broccoli or whatever it is, your baby is refusing it and they just want those easy to eat foods because that's what they are used to. So now you kind of know the main reasons why we see babies stuck on purees. So let's talk about what we can do to help them. So what you want to do is you want to gradually advance the textures that your baby's eating. So first off, start by advancing the purees. If you were, let's say, serving them thin and smooth purees, graduate them to thicker and smooth purees and then thicker purees with just some small lumps in it. You could maybe smash most soft foods with the back of a fork to achieve that kind of consistency. And then, you know, you can move on to thicker purees with larger lumps. And so that way you'll mash the food just a little bit, or maybe you're adding like minced pieces of food mixed into that thick puree. And you're just gonna continue on until you have coarser and coarser purees. And the whole time you're gonna watch for gagging, you're gonna see how they react, you're gonna recover, you're gonna build your confidence and theirs, and you're gonna keep moving forward. I mean, that's how you can do it in a nutshell with the purees. But I also recommend serving finger foods alongside of the purees at mealtimes. And as a standalone snack even, especially if they're under one year of age and you know that they're still getting breast milk or formula to supply them with the calories that they need, you don't have to worry about if they don't eat it, but start with simple ones and then again move them up in texture so the most basic ones is the rice rest or you know those finger shaped puffs like I I really like the baby gourmet carrot sticks if you're in Canada those are awesome if you're in the US puff works those ones are also good finger shaped meltable puffs but just remember don't get stuck there what I want you to do is use those as a means to an end just to get your baby interested in self feeding if they're not there yet if they don't want anything to do with finger foods start with those then once they start bringing those ultra soft and dissolvable foods into their mouths with precision, and they start making an up and down chewing motion, like a munching motion, then you can move them onto something like maybe a soft pancake or a toast that's moistened with a topping, and then you can continue to progress them from there. Now, I have developed a texture timeline, which is an exclusive tool to My Little Eater, and it's found inside of my Baby Lead Feeding online course that essentially just walks you through each of the stages and textures in order of difficulty. And it gives you suggested timelines to spend on each texture, as well as the signs to look for if to see, is my baby struggling? Do I need to keep them on this texture for a bit longer? Or do I see that they're actually handling it well? Here's what that looks like, now I can advance them. So those parents that aren't sure how to really do this, or maybe are afraid to progress in textures, Or don't know what signs to look for that indicate that their baby's ready to move on i do give you tons of ideas for different foods that fit within each phase of the texture timeline so you don't have to go guessing about what to offer and when and that way you can make sure your baby has hit every major texture out there and gets the experience that they need in a timely manner Now, sometimes this gradual approach is going to work really well, where you start to offer finger foods alongside of purees, but sometimes going cold turkey with the purees is required so that your baby understands that there is going to be no more coming their way, that we have moved on and that they're going to have to start to work a little bit harder and chew the food and give finger foods a chance. Now, for the first couple of days, it may be rough I'm, I'm not gonna lie because your baby may be refusing all the food and you might be wondering are they getting enough calories are they okay are they gonna get what they need but again what i want you to think about is that breast milk or formula is still there to provide them with the calories they need or that they might be missing out on from solid food so especially if it's like for a few days or a week, you don't have to stress so much about the fact that they're going to go that short period of time where they're still kind of fighting this transition to finger foods and they're not getting a lot of food in at mealtime. Just offer them the breast milk or offer them the formula. Maybe do it like half an hour to 45 minutes after the meal is ended, like assuming they didn't need anything. Wait that period of time and make sure you really give it a fair shot and then That way you know they'll still be able to grow, they won't go hungry, but you've also not offered them purees as a backup. So you've broken that cycle and then you can finally start to move forward once and for all. Now, the other thing is that you are gonna have to expect that yes, your baby's gonna gag more once they're offered more advanced textures. It's only normal, but gagging is just an expected and natural response to something new and something different being in their mouth. So it is a protective mechanism that's there just in case to help your baby out, but it doesn't mean your baby is choking it doesn't mean that they're in danger. It just means that they're going to take some time to figure out what to do with the food, with all those lumps, with those new textures that they're experiencing. And as they start to get more and more practice with it, and they start to figure out how to manipulate it in their mouth and how to chew it and how to bring it to the back of their tongue for a swallow, then you're going to start to see that the gagging finally goes down. But Unfortunately, it's just one of those things that you can't avoid. You need to let it happen in order to move forward. Now, when it does start to happen, just be there for them, coach them through the gag. You can say something like, you can do it, you know, cheer them on, you can do it, you're doing a great job. And generally just try and keep the atmosphere positive and lighthearted. So we really don't want to let your baby feel like there's something wrong when they start to gag or like there's a need to panic because then they may start to turn away from those foods altogether or meal times altogether. might kind of create an aversion to meal times, So really try and contain your feelings and your panic while the gagging is happening. But I think if you expect that it's going to happen and know that it's normal and know that it's required, then hopefully it'll be a bit easier for you. Now it is worth mentioning here that if your baby gags and then continues to go on with the meal, maybe they go for another piece of food, maybe they just want to pause, but they're still smiling and they're generally content, then everything's good and you can keep challenging them with those textures. However, in some cases, especially in kids who have feeding difficulties and more severe challenges, they may actually gag excessively. They're gagging to a point that they're not even able to continue the meal or they're vomiting excessively. And you know, mealtimes become dreaded If you see that, if it's really a negative experience for the baby, then in those instances, you should definitely talk to your doctor. I would pause the advancement of textures, keep them on a texture that they're comfortable with until you get to see your doctor, and ask for a referral for a feeding evaluation just to rule out any further feeding or medical problems. So there you have it, that's a general plan for how to get your baby off of purees and onto finger foods, and just eating the same meals as the entire family. If you guys need help with figuring out how to serve different finger foods, how to progress your baby on in textures, what gagging and choking looks like, how to set your baby up for positive meal times, how to raise them to be adventurous eaters, and so much more. Definitely check out my baby led feeding online course. There is so much to learn and I do hold your hand every step of the way. So join us. We've got thousands of parents who have already made the leap to feed in a completely baby led way using my baby led feeding approach. So you can find the link for that in the show notes and I would love to hear your thoughts. Make sure to leave me a review and And tell me what you thought of this episode, what you think of the podcast. And make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode in the future. Okay, thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.